went well for some time. And then suddenly a big current came and decided to push me to another country. <laughs> you have to put this thing down and turn it. Uh, that's the way to turn it. I did exactly what our trainer told me to do. No matter how I tried, this thing was taking me, I think, to Cuba or I don't know what country it was destined. <clears throat> well, I say no panic here. I can do it. So I tried and tried. I tried. The thing keep going out to the sea. My wife, uh, God bless her, looked at and said, where's my husband? <laughs> Nobody could see me. But there's this light pink, pink, pink pan that I'm wearing that you can see from a distance. So finally, she said, uh, the way it's going is not good. She called the equivalent of uh, the, the, the guards there, and they sent the boats to pick me up. <laughs> so the boat get to me and say, yeah, man. I say, what? He say, you need help? I say, just show me how to turn this thing around. That's all. Because I don't feel like somebody bringing me back when I told them I'm going to show them. So, <laughs> so they put me... <laughs> The guy told me how to turn and turn and turn and then I will face him back to the resort and he said, let me put you inside my big boat and stuff and take you back. I said, no, don't worry. Now that you turn me around, I can do it. Bye-bye, go. So he left. No sooner did he left that the current whipped me around again. Wow! <laughs> and I started going back to the sea. Either to Cuba, which country, I don't know. I say, which country is drawing me like this? I like America where I live. Why am I going somewhere else? The thing keep going and going. I tried again. The current wouldn't agree. My wife waited again. Didn't see me. Asked them the second time to come. So the guy came to me way out there where I was and said, do you need help now? Are you lost? I say, yes, sir. I'm lost and I need help. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I wish some of us can say that to Christ. So they jacked me up and put me in the boat and brought me to save heaven. Amen. <laughs> and no sooner did I get there, I became popular. Everybody, are you the man that got lost at the sea? I say, yeah. Okay, so, amen. We bless the name of the Lord. We thank God for his deliverance and for his mercies. Amen. It was a nice vacation. We hope to have some more. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Today, we are going to do a message, but before we do it, I want us to sing a song that will probably go with it. Uh, it's a song I raised in this morning. It says, we give glory to the Lord, he reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. He reigns, He reigns, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. Hallelujah, we give glory to the Lord, He reigns. Clap your hands with me.
Amen. Does Jesus reign? Do we believe that he reigns? Then today's message is don't oppose the king. Amen. Don't oppose the king. For he reigns. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The world may not agree. People may not agree. Even some Christians may not fully agree. But it's a warning. Don't oppose the king. Amen? No, I want to make a slight difference between sin and opposition. When one sin, many times is because of failure of one thing or the other. They are not listening to the word of God. They made a mistake. Intentionally or unintentionally, they stray and sin. And when you repent, when you call upon God and repent, God is merciful. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He will forgive. Amen? When one opposes God, when you contend with the Almighty, when you point God with your finger right in his face, when you challenge God, it's a different realm altogether. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? 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 Today, people are doing that a lot. They have not just sinned, but they are contending. They are opposing the God of heaven and earth. They are challenging God in such a way that at times I wonder... How long will God put up with this? How long will God put up with our stupidness, ignorance? You see somebody who is stronger and mightier than you, and you are still pointing and challenging that person as if they can do nothing when they can swap you with just one little finger and you are done away with. That's where the world is today. Challenging the most high God. But it is ordained. It is preordained. That Christ must reign. Amen. And there is no question about that. Let's first read 1 Corinthians 15. 25. 1 Corinthians 15. Verse 25. Please let's be uh, fast on this. 1 Corinthians 15. Amen. What does it say here? For he must reign till what? He had put all his enemies under his feet. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is not may, it is not maybe, it is not should, it is that he must do what? Reign. Until every opposition, every challenge, whether they be spiritual or earthly, until every kingdom, every domain, known, seen, or unseen, come to the realization that Christ must reign. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? And many doesn't want to see that. It's not just sin level now. It is throwing down the gauntlet. In the medieval time, when a knight put on his sword and his armor, and challenges somebody, they pull out the gauntlet and threw it on the ground. That's an open challenge. 
I want to contend with you. I want to fight with you. I want to show you that I'm more stronger and more powerful than you. That is a dangerous place the world is today with God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now some are born to be king. Some made themselves king. Some are made king in the natural. But once they put on the crown, once their crown is on their head, they have the power of life and death. Be careful. Trade carefully how you oppose a crown king. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is in the natural. In the spiritual, God is merciful. Our Christ is merciful. His mercy is in forever. But I do wonder at times, how long will God put up with this world? Amen? The earth has come to the place where they feel that they can do whatever they want to do and get out with it. Wherever the rule of Christ is opposed, wherever the rule and reign of Christ is opposed, confusion, disorder, pain will be the dividend. And that is what we are feeling in the world. They have thrown Christ out of everywhere, even in the church. It's like we are pointing God in the face. I see some church, I say, where do you get this belief system from? What is this that you are preaching from the up pulpit? What is this that you are saying and just disgracing that name as if it's just ordinary name? You can never disgrace Christ. But I pray that God's mercy will endure. But how long will it endure? That remains to be seen. God is fed up with mankind. God is fed up with the way things are going. In your personal life, in the church, in the system, in the government of this world, there is an opposition against the Almighty. Job said this, how can a man contend with God? It's a big question. Is it possible for us to contend, to oppose the Most High God? No. Throughout the scriptures, we have seen people who tried it. And we've seen that judgment was swift and dreadful. Throughout the scripture, we have seen people who felt that I am now good enough to go against the Most High God. Lucifer tried it. That shining angel that used to be the right hand of God practically. An angel created with beauty and everything that you can think of is in him. Perfection of beauty, the Bible says. The day he challenged God, the day he opposed the most high God, what happened? They say he was cast down to heaven faster than the speed of light. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is a mighty, powerful angel. To show you how powerful he is, there was about one-third, 33% of angels that followed him thrown down from heaven because he opposed God, was powerful beyond that, but still, God do away with him immediately. Today, people are challenging God in every form or manner, everywhere. Men, women, the way we interpret things, the way we contrast God, it is becoming 
to a point that God will have to do something to show forth himself. But I plead for mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? 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 Now, there are people that I know that challenge God. I want to bring out some of them to show you what happened when people challenge Most High God. Pharaoh challenged God. Now, the challenge is different from just ordinary sin. It is indication that you do not recognize. It's an indication that you might think yourself more powerful or better. God said to Pharaoh through Moses and said, let my people go. They've been in bondage for too long. It is time for them to leave this land. What was the answer of Pharaoh to Moses? Who is that God? Do you see the, 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 the way he demeaned God? And that is what the world is doing today. Who is that God? That he should let me, tell me to let these people go. Get out of my face. From today, you guys will see trouble. He doubled up their punishment. He degraded the people of God. He did every kind of stuff that he wasn't even done before. He made their life more miserable. Because the Almighty says, let my people go. Then God decided to show him who is God. He started gradually elevating it in every stage. He did this, he did that. Still, he was stubborn. He was arrogant. He would not let the people of the Lord to leave. There was one thing that is most important to all of them. And God had to hit them there in a terrible, terrible way. Their children, their firstborn, their this and that. My God, does that remind us of what is the tragedy that is going on in this land today? Does that remind us of the tragedy that even they themselves, we ourselves, everybody is crying out? We are maniacs, psychopaths, crazy children and boys or whatever they call themselves. We go buy machine gun and shoot up churches, shoot up schools, shoot up where you are shopping, shoot up everywhere. And the target is the young generation that are sucking the blood. On the other side, there is abortion. There is raining. Not in consideration of what may happen to save the life of the mother or for incest or whatever. It's everything goes. Go have sex wherever you want. When you get pregnant, go and kill the child. There is abomination in the land. There is evil in the land. The politicians to keep their, their position, to keep their, 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 their lifestyle, to keep themselves in power, have not the God to say, hey, let us put, put a shake on some of this stuff. Let us say that wrong is wrong. Sin is sin. Evil is evil. They cannot bring themselves to enact law to say, let's cut down what should be done in abortion? Let's call down what should be done in 18-year-old that cannot go and buy cigarette or buy a, 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 a drink without a license and stuff to go and buy gun. Not just any gun, weapon of war. Weapon of war. Thousands of ammunition. Body armor. That is better than that of police. 
and go on rampage and shoot wherever they want. And we wonder what is happening. I say, when, where, wherever the reign of God, the reign of Christ is refused, is repudiated, there will be confusion, there will be disorder, and there will be pain. Because man has refused, reproached his very creator, contended with the almighty. We are pointing God in the face. We are challenging God. Christians need to rise before it becomes worse. Christians need to pray and speak against this evil. They have to use whatever power of grace God has given them to stand on the breach. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So God has to take away the children, destroy the children of Pharaoh and Egypt, their firstborn of their animals, their firstborn of their children, everything that is firstborn was wiped away in a day. God have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. Before they woke up from their sleep, from their slumber, and say, you can go now. You can now go. David opposed God. Now I want to show you the difference between just sin and opposition and contention against God. The case of Bathsheba was sin. He sinned against God, fornicating with another man's wife. But then he contended with the Most High God. He reproached the Almighty God. He opposed the Most High God in numbering Israel. God says something. He said to Abraham, Thy seed shall be like the dust of the seashore or the stars in heaven that cannot be numbered in numbers. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Maybe there was no calculator then, no computer computed, and God said what he said to prove that he can bless. Now they are got to a point that they are now doing a new system that was not in place when God had said that. What was that system? System of numbering. What they do, the census and so on and so forth. Now, David decided to do census. Even Job, who is not a spiritual man, said, My Lord, remember what God has said concerning the descendants of Abraham. Let my Lord not do this. Do not number Israel. Refuse him. Say, go and number Israel. Even Job had the common sense to number only some. He didn't number all Israel. He numbered some. He left out some to see if he can mitigate, limit the punishment that is due to come. He didn't number. But because the person in authority, our lawmakers, our presidents, our governors have said differently, he still went and numbered. And after that, he said, the anger of the Lord was what? Rose up against Israel. God didn't bring plague and destruction to Israel when David sinned in fornication. But when he reproached God, when he contended with God, God said, do not count. What does it take him? I can count it, but I will not count it. It's not really like a major issue to him. Do not number Israel. Do not count the whole tribe. Because God has said, what? 
that they cannot be numbered, even though you can do it. He contended against the Most High God. The judgment was so strong and swift that the whole Israel were dying in their thousands and thousands and thousands. David tried everything, prayed and cried unto God and said, Lord, I've sinned. I've done evil. I've contended with you what to be done. God said, there is just certain things when you reproach, when you throw the gauntlet before God. There's no going back. There has to be consequences. There has to be a reprimand. There has to be correction. And the correction of the Almighty can be painful. That's why I say there will be disorder, confusion, and pain. He said, choose today. Whether you want to be given into your hand of the enemies, whether you want me to hand you over to Satan, or whether you will fall into the hand of the Almighty God. None of these things were good. You give me over to my enemies, they will take me out. Satan is already waiting on the line to do that anyway. And then to God, my God, he can wipe out the whole world. But he did the right thing. He said, let me fall into the hand of the world, the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, that this nation, these nations of this world can say that today. That our presidents, our governors, our leaders can say, let us fall into the hands of the Lord for his mercy. This judgment will not be abated. But God can limit it because he's coming. I'm afraid of what God has shown me personally. And I say before all, let us pray for America. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us pray for this nation. For when that sun is striking or the rain is falling, there's no demarcation, you know, between until God made a decree between Goshen and Egypt. But the same crowd of disorder, the same pain, the same confusion can stretch across the land. And you, a Christian, can only survive by your faith. It is coming, but let God have mercy to mitigate. Because the sin, the evil of this land has gotten so much that it has permeated the pulpit. It has gotten into the preacher's arena who are taking side and say, I am a Democrat. I am a Republican. I am this. I am that. I want, and no one will give quarter or care. Everyone is after what they believe. I spoke to Christians. They gave me their reasons why they are supporting this. I spoke to the other one in the other. They say this and that and that. I say, what of thinking, praying, doing what is right for this nation before God? And not just on party system. Not just being labeled that we are this and that. Because when this evil will come, it will go across the land and it's happening. Mass shooting, abominations of abortion, killing and disorder, confusion. Today there is inflation, another day depression. Today the whole thing is going well, another day it stops it of its confusion in the land. Because we have negated the most high God, we have opposed God. May God have mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Nebuchadnezzar was another man that God warned. David said, King. Yeah. Try to wipe out your sin, your iniquity, with doing some righteousness. And cover up your mistakes with mercy. He didn't listen. He went against God and then started to exalt himself 
and pointing God right between the eyes. You can talk to do certain things, but when you point your finger and tell the person you are nothing, who has power to do anything he want with you, you are in danger. He did that against Most High God. Let us quickly open <coughs> Daniel chapter 4, verse 25. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Daniel 4.25. After God has shown him what we call in our language, when, that means take you and squeeze you like this until you are nothing, took him down to the depth of hell where he was for years bound, treated like an animal and stuff. He now realized in Daniel 4, not, not 25 please, Daniel 4.35, <coughs> Daniel 4.35, 34 to 35. Daniel chapter 4 from 34. At the end of my suffering, he says, I, Nebuchadnezzar, did what? Lifted up my eyes unto heaven. And my understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the most high. And I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is what? An everlasting dominion. Not the one that come and pass it away. Not the one that today shines and tomorrow dims. Not the one that is seen today and tomorrow they are no more. He has an everlasting dominion. That's absolute control. Whose dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 35. And all... The inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. Nothing. But look at how we are promoting, how we are organizing, how we are tempting God, how we are reproaching him, how we are opposing him, how we are demeaning the most high God in any way possible. These are people that are nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven. He didn't even say in the earth. In the army of heaven, powerful angels, God does according to his will. Amen? And among the inhabitants of the earth, none can stay his hand. Only our prayers, only our intervention has stayed God's hand till date. Or say unto him, what does that do? What can you do? Now, in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah, we saw the same thing. I now notice that in America, the things that make them great is becoming their destruction. Freedom of will. You can take a blessing and make a cause. I see people that are healthy at times and they are doing well and stuff and they don't have anything to eat and they eat whatever they can in this thing and one day God bless them, they eat whatever. And before you know, disease is setting. That's like America. When they were humble before God, they drafted a constitution that made this nation great. Freedom of will came in and being misinterpreted by the leaders, by the peons, by everybody is now a major problem in this land. I come to that point. 
In Sodom and Gomorrah, God gave Lot and his wife the freedom to choose from all did Abraham say, look, why are we fighting as brethren? Choose whatever, whatever you want. Choose the land you want first, and I will take whatever you left. They choose the plains of Sodom and Gomorrah. On getting there, there we are seen in abundance. The type of sin we see today in this land everywhere. That our liberty, our freedom has decided that we can do whatever we want. And because that freedom says we can do without, there's no more shame. It's no more the level of sin, it's the level of pointing God in the face. Every kind of atrocity, as long as you can accommodate it, that's okay with you. You cannot even challenge any evil. I was talking with my son yesterday. I said, I don't understand it. Some people don't want to be called man. Some people don't want to be called woman. I don't know what to call you. And some are fighting with even their people who are taking care of them in the medical field. Don't agree on this. I got some distance and I look at it. There is no decision whether I can find out whether it's a man or a woman. I don't know. Who am I going to treat? Is he a man or a woman? No. And God help you if you come and tell him he's a man when he's a woman. Or a woman when he's a man. It's confusion. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is what we are seeing. And when you say people are careful not to say anything because God help you, they are powerful in the land because they can vote. Today, it happened that in someone this type of sin and evil was going on. I call it sin because it's sin is a movement, a direction against opposite God. God made woman, man and woman, and that was in the Genesis. And that is what I believe. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen? Then the world gave them freedom and now there is confusion. You don't know what you are. There are so many of them, there are about seven types. There is a trans, there is this, there is that. I can't remember all of them. What are all these? That is the world. People now say that they can be free to marry even an animal. Huh? Human being. Marry an animal. Yep. And is their right. I was reading the other day, a man married a robot. Seriously married a robot. In Japan or somewhere like that. That is the wife. So Sodom and Gomorrah was deep, head, throw everything deep into this type of life system in reproaching, challenging God. That when God decided to reign destruction, he wanted to bring out one family that is doing okay. Rot. And came there and went to, and these people saw them enter, and they are so, he said, because they have forgotten the goodness and the glory and the mercies of God, they are now blind. Totally blind. That they came to abuse or fornicate against angels of God. And he was told, Lord, get your family together. We are going to take you out of this land. It is in this Bible. The angels struck them with blindness. So that they cannot even see 
that it is night or day. They can't see the door. They can't see. You will think that when somebody strikes me with blindness, I will say, hmm, something is going beyond my power here. The Bible says they were still searching for the door even when they were blind. They were looking for the door. Their mind, their soul, everything they are, we are so entrenched in sin, opposition, contention against God that they don't have common sense again. Can you say that about America today? No common sense. No common sense. No order. Disorder is the order of the day. Now the preachers in the pulpit, they don't even want to rebook these things. I've been invited to churches that I hear some of these things and I say, my God. Because if they say anything, the tithe will dry up. If they say anything, the gift from the women or from the men, depending on who you spoke against, will go. So they sow their soul right from the pulpit. I thank God for his mercies on this church. None of us are like that. But there are people that are bound. They cannot speak their mind. They cannot speak of righteousness in the church. They cannot condemn sin or evil. They cannot come out and say that this is evil because of fear of who they will offend. This is not what God wants. It's a contention against the Most High God. So they keep searching for the door. They keep looking for the door even when they were as blind as bats. A woman being with common sense will say something has happened like this. Two minutes ago I was seen. Now I'm blind. It's time to go home. No. We are there still. Bring, bring the men who came there so that we can knew them. Homosexuality. That's in the Bible. I've met some of them. I love them. I pray for them. I don't condemn any human being. But the word of God can condemn you. If you come to this church, I won't throw you away. I won't look at you as a human being created in the image of God. I will pray with you. I will counsel you. And if you need help, I will give you help. In my work, I treat them. I don't differentiate. The other time I was talking about meeting this guy who is homosexual or something. Came to him and said, wow. They said they match you something. I said, who? Me. Yeah. Say, I love you. And I said, okay. He started doing all the things. I didn't look at that. Days into ministry, he treated him. He gave his life to Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Go to my days there. You will see a nice, beautiful uh, binder and a golden pen he got and gave me when I was living. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I didn't treat him differently. I didn't do it. I just showed that I'm a child of God. And did what the work of love directed me to do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. At the end, he gave his life to Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is what I call all of us to do. It's not just homosexuality that is evil. Allowing children to buy gone, to destroy the whole land, crazy people, is evil. Allowing women to just go kill children at will. When they can give, adopt it to somebody else and stuff because it's my right. It is my personal right. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. When we get to the point, 
in our life that you don't want to hear from another person but whatever you want. You don't want to hear from God or from anything else but whatever you want. Delusion has set in and it will bring destruction. May God have mercy on us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Now, rounding it up to those of us who are Christians, are you fighting against God? Are you in opposition against the Most High God? Say, who can fight against God among us? None. The Bible made it clear that God is a mighty God, and there is nothing any one of us can do against the Most High God. He has the right to do whatever. Now in your personal life, do you oppose God? Does Christ reign in you? Do you recognize him as king? You will notice certain things if this is true. One of the things I put in here is that if you are a child of God not in opposition against God, you will put the kingdom of God first. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen? You make heaven your focus. Today, we have not made heaven our focus. We are more into our career. We are more into how we can look better and dress better and eat better and drive better car and stuff. And heaven is not our primary focus. Many of us have failed in this area. But that's one of the same things that bring problems into a Christian life when Jesus Christ is in the background. And every other thing has taken its place. This should not be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? If we practice love and peace with one another, not just with people outside, but even your own family, when you contend against one another in your family, man suppressing the woman, woman taking over you know, the right of the man in the family, it is confusion and disorder. There are certain things that need to be in place, and even in family, to be able to say with all sincerity that God reigns in my family, reigns in my life. It is when that small area of our life starts to get affected, that it starts to spread out to the community. If your house is not in order, if it's in disorder, how can you then say you can affect the kingdom of God positively outside? The first revelation, the first deliverance, the first deliverance that this nation needs is the core family system. We now live in a system where children don't honor their parents again. Where the husband doesn't honor the wife or love the wife or vice versa. It's like a family in a system where anybody does whatever they want. You can't tell your wife, hey, this dressing is too much today. You are exposing too much because it is my right. You can't tell the man, okay, can you get out of from that TV and help out in the house instead of watching football every time you are home? No, it is my right. You can't tell anything to the children to get off the computer or the phone or whatever. Well, because that, you know, you can call police on you. And the police will come and jack you up. That is where we are living today. Where even in the core family, there is no respect of God. There is no respect of person. We don't truly love or work for peace. World have raved 
the Prince of Peace, and we are looking for peace, it is not going to work out until we come back to the Prince of Peace. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oppose the reign of flesh, and it works. Avoid the norm of today. The flesh today, the way the world have interpreted it is that whatever you want goes. Whatever you desire is okay. Now, I want you to put a clamp on it. Limit it. If you are swinging your arm, you have freedom to swing your arm. But if it's hitting people in front of you, it has become worrisome. You have to limit your swinging of arms in that order. I'm telling you, the other day, I was in the news. A couple were driving. They were having sexual relationship were driving and then would drive off the road and had an accident. Why would you do that in public driving? It shows the where we are. I had never felt so. I was one day myself driving, pulled up before two people, men and a man, and they were having oral intercourse right in the front of the car, in front of the traffic. I was shaking. This is their right to do whatever, but is it normal? Is it normal for you to practically be naked when you are walking out in the streets? Is it normal for you to, to, to treat your husband like an animal because you have a right as a woman? Is it right for you, a man, to disregard the feeling and concerns of your wife because you have a right? Everybody claim right, freedom of will. I say it is destroying this nation because we are abusing it. This should not be. I can start naming so many things I've had. So many things I've been in counseling with others. So many things that is going on in the nation. And what is it bringing? A lot of divorce. Families scattered. No control. Disarray in every area of our life. And then demons are taking over gradually because Jesus is pushed away in every corner. We have to come back and recognize him as king. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. We are rounding up now. <coughs> So I said, and lastly, we need to hold on to the original word of God. That's confusion in the land. We need to hold on to the original word of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. I want us to know that God loves each and every one of us. In Genesis chapter 49 verse 10, please just open it as we round up. Genesis 49 10. <coughs> He said, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of his people be. I put a note here. His kingship is not typical. His reign was paved in love. Not to be served, but to serve he came. When Israel asked for a king, Samuel told them the conditions of kingship. That your children will go into bondage to the king. He will take whatever he wants from you. And so on and so forth. But they still demanded for a king. But the true king came, that's Jesus Christ. Their best king or their best king, see some of them like Saul, was political failure. David was moral failure. Solomon went on a tangent and sinned greatly against God. But Jesus Christ came and brought something different. Even though he was a king, he was a servant. He didn't come to be served. 
The sin of these kings brought judgment and failure to the nation. Plague. Every civil war was part of it. But the true king came. He was of no royal blood. <coughs> he has no palace to live. No queen nor kingdom of this world. He associated with the lowly and even washed his people's feet. That is the kind of king and kind of thing we have to be praying for today. That our leaders can emulate this because that is what will help us to get out of this logjam that we find ourselves. You know, it said that God does resist the proud but gives grace to the humble. I want us to pray for the spirit of humility in this nation. I want us to pray that God will bring back the nature that was seen in the 1700s, where the leaders are not after they are being re-elected and stuff, but by doing what is right for this nation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that, you know, people do tremble, and it's even the demons, they tremble before God of heaven. But today, people do not even recognize God. How much more to tremble? He said, you believe that God is one, and that is good. That the demons, the devils also believe that, and they tremble. Today, we see arrogance. We see pride. We see these things doing against God. Let us, as children of God, pray against it, because it will bring trouble into this nation. And when it comes, it will affect every one of us. Amen? The Bible says that heaven and earth may pass away, but not one single word of God will pass away. And that is where we stand. And in terms of the things we are looking for in this our day and time, the Genesis, the Bible told us, seek ye the kingdom of God first, and other things shall be added. So let us not in search of these worldly things put God aside. Let us not in search of the things to feed and eat and take care of say put God aside. Let us make effort to put God first. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And he said, all other things shall be added unto you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As much as possible, he advised us to live peaceable with all men. And the work of the flesh can never please God. This is very important in our understanding. That nothing done in the flesh can please God. Nothing done in the flesh can lift us up. What we need to is to draw closer to God. And God will draw closer to us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Can we stand on our feet as we pray, as we, <clears throat> as we pray this morning? Uh, God bless you for listening. Um, if you are listening to this message, my name is Pastor Emmanuel Oba. I'm preaching from uh, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm asking that God will come into your life. That you will not be an opposition against God. But rather, you will be one that will honor God. If you look back at some of the headache you are going through today and some of the challenges you are facing today, it is because you contended with Most High God. You didn't listen to the scriptures. You didn't listen to the word of God. You didn't pay God attention and now you are facing some things you are facing. I want you to know that God is merciful that no matter what your yesterday is, God will not judge you based on your yesterday. He's looking unto you for today. The day you turn around and turn to him and say, Lord, I have sinned. I know I've contended against you. I know I've opposed you, but have mercy on me. He said, God is what? Merciful. And he will hear you. 
and if you will turn around in true repentance. So let us pray for this nation. Let us ask God to intervene because they are going down the hill and this is a nation we love. This is where we live. This is our place. Our children are here. Our great-grandchildren may be here if the Lord tarries. Let us pray that the strength of this nation be not taken away. That strength is trust in the Lord. In the Lord we trust. That is the strength of this nation. That it be not taken away in the name of Jesus. Father, we call upon you and ask you to go to the east, to the south, to the north, to the west of this land. To the house of the leaders. To the congregation of the people, Lord. And Father, show them that we have moved away from the righteousness of God. That we have contended with the Almighty God. That is why we are leaping sorrow, confusion, disorder, and pain in our time. This is still a nation that is blessed. But we are drifting downward in a bad way. And Lord, we ask for mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. We have seen, O oh Lord, this nation have sinned. We ask that you forgive us our sins in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Lord Jehovah God, that you give the leaders, the people, the church, the, the brethren, and those in authority, the wisdom to do what is right for this nation. To follow God's guidance because that is where deliverance will come from. We ask for this in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if there is anybody here among us, we are suffering the consequence of having contended with you. We are suffering the consequence of having reproached the Lord. We are suffering the consequence of having <coughs> opposed you, Lord. We ask for mercy in the name of Jesus. Be there in their personal life, be it in their finances, be it in their children, be it in the need of one. Whatever it is, Lord, that in any way or manner, that we have further reproached the Lord, opposed you, contended with you, and have thrown down the gauntlet before you. And now, Lord, you have stood up for yourself. We ask for mercy and for grace. Forgive in Jesus' mighty name. Restore the situation for peace, Lord, that your name might be honored and glorified again in our life. Thank you, Father, that you have been good to us. You kept us so far. We pray that, Lord, you continue to give us and help us. Even in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. Praise Him. You can come on and take it up. The Lord is good. And His mercies endure it forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Offering time. Offering time, blessing time. It's time to go to give God a praise, amen. 